I feel that I have isn't isn't a new revelation, but it's more of a burden. Um, can we stand to our feet and go to Acts 6 and 12? Acts 6 and 12. Praise God. Acts 6 and 12, <clears throat> and we're going to go to verse 15. Um, Acts 6 and 12. And this is about, this is talking about Stephen. It says, and they stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes came upon him and caught him and brought him to the council and set up false witnesses which said, this man ceased not to speak blasphemous words against this holy place, against the law, for we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth shall destroy shall destroy this place and shall change the customs which Moses delivered to us. And all that sat in the council looking steadfastly on him saw his face as it had been the face of an angel. And then real quick, Acts 7 and 58. Acts 7 and 58. And I'm going to read from the Amplified Version. It says, Then they drove him out of the city and began stoning him, Stephen. And the witnesses placed their outer robes at the feet of a young man named Saul. They continued stoning Stephen as he called on the Lord, said, Lord Jesus, receive, my, receive and accept my spirit. Then falling on his knees and worship, he cried out with a, he cried out loudly, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. Do not charge them. When he said this, he fell asleep. And in Galatians 4.19, it says, My little children who I labor in birth again until Christ is formed in you. Can we pray and ask the Lord to speak to us? Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the anointing that is on your word, Lord. God, I pray that you would open our minds to receive, Lord Jesus. God, I pray that conviction would fall, Lord. I pray at the end of the day, Lord God, that you would be glorified, Lord Jesus. Lord, I thank you for what you are going to do, Lord. Right now, we just surrender all, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. You guys may have a seat. Praise God. All right. So, I don't really have a topic for this, or uh, not a topic. I don't really have a title for this, but... I just, I really want to encourage somebody because as I was, as the Lord gave me this and as I was thinking about this, I was thinking that there's a lot of questions that we face as Christians. Can you stop smoking this? Can you stop wearing that? Can you stop going there? Can you stop doing these things? Can you be pure? Can you be holy? Can you stop thinking the way you think? Can you stop drinking what you're drinking? And all these things and some of them are yes, and some of them are no. And the, sh the, real, the real question out of all of this is, can we pray? Now, the reason I say that, that is, that's literally the million-dollar question. 
Because more, more recently, the Lord reminded me that it is in his presence where we are transformed. See, when we live for God, we strive to do these things and, you know, don't go here, don't look at that. And we, and we do a lot of these things in our flesh. But the truth of the matter is, is that God wants to do the work in us. And when God does the work in us, it's permanent. It can't be changed. And that's such a wonderful thing. And it's, it's crazy because, like, I have struggled so much trying to do right and trying to say the right thing and trying to fit into this kind of mold. And it was like, as soon as I got into a place of prayer where I just laid myself down, then God began to work on me. And God began to transform me. And now I didn't, I wasn't, my prayer, my prayers were different. My prayers were completely different. So um, the story that we read with Stephen, right? Anybody know the story about Stephen? He was the church's first martyr. He um he was a deacon, right? And in Acts 6, and I believe 3, it says that um it says that they needed people to tend tables. And the people that they needed, they needed to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Yeah, they needed to be filled with the Holy Ghost. So this man was full of God, right? So now he's faced with this situation where they're, they, they stone him. And he's confronted. Sorry about that. <laughs> he's confronted with this hard life situation. And I think about that, like how many times we're confronted with these situations where I guess you can say they're mountains, these mountains that rest in front of us and we pray like, Lord, move it, move it, move it. Please get it out the way, Lord. I, I can't handle it. I can't do it. And what the Lord does is he put people in our lives that are, for lack of better words, unlovable, <laughs> and just so much stress and so much animosity and so much peer pressure and so much temptation that we go through. And the key to it all is just to be full of God. If you could be full of God every single day, every single day, I mean, your mind saturated with him, your heart just beating for him, then this life will be a breeze in a sense. So what happened is, is recently I've been praying and the way I've been praying is I'm not praying like whatever, whatever I'm going through, I don't dangle it in front of the Lord's face. Say, Lord, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me with this, help me with this. But I get into a position of prayer because one, I'm so broken and devastated by the thing that I get into a place of just complete humility and I just ask the Lord that whatever he wants to do with me, whatever needs to take place, whatever needs to transpire, whatever you need to do, do it in me. Don't change the situation. And through that praying, what happens is, is the Holy Ghost begins to get loose in me. And I feel a strength where that thing that I was struggling with is no longer hard. People 
that I had a hard time loving and agreeing with now because I'm so full of God, it's no longer a weight because I'm so full of Jesus Christ. I'm so full of Jesus Christ. So here Stephen is. He's just the man delivering food. And, but he's full of God. He is full of Jesus Christ. So what this man did is, I believe, and, he, and, and obviously we know in order to be full of God, you have to pray. So we can, we can assume for sure that this man had a prayer life, that this man for sure was full of God. This man literally brought heaven to earth through his body. Because they said when they looked at his face, it was like the face of an angel. This man just glistened. So when a, situ when a hard situation came, when the frustration came, he just stood and he preached the word. He, and if you read it, it's Acts 7. Literally, like he just, he goes from Abraham all the way to, to the end of the prophets. And it's something about being full of God. When you're full of God. Hello? Okay. When you're full of God, that word just quickens in you. See, when Peter, when, when, they, um, when they prayed in Acts 2 and 1, when the Holy Ghost fell, I often, like, I always read that scripture, but the Lord kind of opened my eyes. So they had been praying for 10 days, right? Then the Holy Ghost falls, right? And immediately people are like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? And Peter begins to preach, right? So in Matthew 6, it says, they say, Lord, teach us how to pray. They don't say, Lord, teach us how to preach, Lord, teach us how to sing, because through that prayer life, a preacher will be birthed in you. So the Holy Ghost falls, and immediately, Peter, and the Bible even kind of says that, man, this dude is unlearned. He's, he's not the smartest dude in the world. But when you're full of the wisdom and the knowledge of God, yes, sir. When you're full of the Holy Ghost, you're full of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. So what happens is, is there's a preacher or that, that word just kind of comes to the surface and it begins to flow. So I really want to encourage people that this is, this is, this is where we're at. Galatians 4 and 9, the scripture over in Galatians 4 and 9, it says, until Christ is formed in you. He said, I'm, I'm labor for, I'm like literally laboring for you in birth pains until Christ is formed in you. And when Jesus is formed in you, it's, it's such a beautiful thing, but it's something that's not just going to happen overnight. It's something that we have to be consistent about. I was thinking about this on the way here or, or during the day and how many people, when you go to the gym, right, as soon as you walk in, you hit that treadmill, five minutes, you drop 20 pounds. No. <laughs> Not at all. My mother used to run on a treadmill for like five minutes and then drink a two-liter. I'm like, Mom, <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> but anyways, so there has to be a consistency 
in our prayer life. And when there's a consistency, then God can move in us. I was recently in a situation where I was I drove a man home and he's sitting there and he's complaining, you know, just about his life and his wife and just everything seemed pretty bad. So I don't I'm like I'm not trying to say this to glory in myself, but because I had prayed, the Lord immediately gave me a word for this man. Now, if that would have just been Brother Gene sitting in the car, if my spirit would have came upon him or if my human spirit would have just moved, I would have said some bad jokes. I wouldn't have gave him good direction, you know. But because God was able to use me in that moment, that man, it put a smile on that man's face. It gave him direction. So that's the goal, bringing heaven to earth through me. Because the people that we come in contact with, the people that we know, that we see, the people that are hurting, they need Jesus. And it is determined that the way Jesus works is through us. The scripture says he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we ask or think, according to the power that works in me. So he wants to flow through me. He wants to use my hands. And he wants to be born in me. But that comes through consistent prayer. That comes with me just getting vulnerable with God and just laying it all out there. The Lord sees it anyways. You might as well just say, Lord, this is, this is what's going on. But, Lord, I humble myself before you. And I want you to use me. And I want you to be formed in me. And I want you to do a new thing. Now, back to, um, back to Stephen. So, Stephen... So Stephen is sitting there, he preaches, and he preaches with the zeal of the Lord. And then at the end, he kind of puts them in their place. And then they begin to stone him, right? You would think, right? I just preached an awesome message to these people that conviction should fall, and they should all turn away from their sin, right? No. <laughs> no. So they begin to stone him. Now, let me ask you guys something. How would you guys react to being stoned? How many people have been hit with a snowball with ice in it? It hurts, right? Yeah. So, so imagine literally just getting hit with rocks. And I can imagine because he's so full of God, his response is different than if he wasn't full of God. So, Scripture says that as he's being stoned, he falls down and he worships. And then he sees a vision of God. And then he asks that they would get that they that the Lord would pardon them of that sin, that the Lord would pardon them of their murder. Do, do you guys think how how much volume that spoke to the people around them? Imagine how many people got stoned back then. I can imagine a lot. It was probably a pretty common thing, people just getting stoned. So it was common. <laughs> yeah, in those days. Yeah, not today. Not unless, well, I'll leave that alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So I can imagine how many people got stoned back then. And how many people, how many people do you think that their response was, Father, forgive them, charge them not against this sin? Think about stoning. Like, imagine if you're on the other end, right? You're not the stoner. You're not, the, you're not being stoned. You're throwing the stones, right? And the guy just asked God, the God that you serve, the reason you're stoning him is because you think he's blaspheming God, but he's praying for your forgiveness. Man, what would that do to you? That's how it is when you're so full of God. When it, just, when it just leaks out your pores and it just flows to other people. When you're done wrong, you can just say, God, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Lord, I'm not going to get bitter. I'm not going to get angry. Because Jesus never got bitter. Jesus never, well, Jesus got angry when people did, when his disciples didn't understand him. But when it came to somebody else doing him wrong, there was nothing that rose up in Jesus Christ. So I just think, that this is where God is leading us because I'm realizing that the more we go forward in the Lord is the less we can do without him and if we're not full of him if we're not led by him if we're not understanding what he's speaking during the time if we're not able to love people what it's going to do is it's going to put us in a position where we're stuck in a place because that's what forgiveness, ultimately, that's what forgiveness does, right? You're stuck. If, if something bad happened to you at a certain time period, you're always, if you don't forgive, you're always going to go back to that time period. I had a friend who, who did me really wrong at one point in my life, and I just couldn't forgive him. And every time I seen him and every time I thought of him, it brought me back to the 11th grade. <laughs> so, but the Lord has strengthened me to be able to forgive him. And we're pretty good friends now. So I believe, like I said, it's just, it's, just, it's just a reminder. You know, we really need to come before God, just humble and say, Lord, do whatever you want to do. Do whatever you have to do so that I am full of your spirit today. And it has to be an everyday thing. Tonight we prayed and it was awesome. God moved I don't know about y'all, but God moved with me, right? So I'm not satisfied, though. That's not enough. I want to be so full of God that it shakes the people at my job, that it shakes the people that I come in contact with. Because me, I'm no good. But if I can give them Jesus, if I could commit myself to prayer, if I could be full of God, if I could have the love of God flowing through me on a consistent basis, our world will be changed, or at least the area I, you're at and I'm at. So I really didn't have much tonight. I really just want to encourage people that we got we to gotta do it. We got to do it. I look, I, I, I think about all the stuff that, like I said earlier, I think about all the stuff that I'm asked to do, and, and even the stuff that the Bible declares that I should do, and I'm just like, ugh can't do that but I can't I can't just take a black sharpie and just take just exit out so but I'm telling you guys I'm telling you guys everything that we go through everything that we're everything that we're doing now everything that we do for the Lord I believe that the Lord is going to strengthen us and empower us 
to do it and to go forward. But we have to get to the end of ourselves. That's where the, that's where the beauty is. I don't know about you guys, but being broken is like the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> it is the worst feeling in the world. But when I'm weak, I'm strong. When I've come to the end of my resources and my money and my intelligence, then I can lean on God and say, okay, God, what am I going to do? And he's like, all right, let's do business. Because no flesh can glory in his presence. No flesh can glory in his presence. So I wonder if we could just stand. I'm finished. I just want to encourage you guys for a little bit. So tonight, when you guys go home, I was talking to the youth. I was like, man, there's some people who are like, could wake up at 4 in the morning and call down fire from heaven. I can't. I got to do it around 9 o'clock. <laughs> so I want to encourage you guys that tonight or even tomorrow or in the middle of the night, find a place of prayer where you can lay before Jesus and connect with him and allow him to fill you up with him. I know a lot of the times I'm just I'm in prayer and I'm and I'm literally just trying to empty myself, empty my thoughts, empty my own ideologies, empty my own concepts about God, emptying myself of how I think God should respond and why he isn't responding fast enough. So I just need to lay before him empty and just broken and just saying, fill me up, Lord, fill me up. So can we pray? Can we find a place to pray and just connect with the Lord for a minute? If there's anything in you that the Lord is dealing with you right now, why don't you just ask the Lord to take it away? Why don't you just give it to the Lord? Why don't you just surrender? Why don't you just renew yourself in him? And let's just do it all again. Hallelujah. 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 See, there's this thing. In Romans, it talks about faith. And faith isn't this, like, this super complex thing. It's just me saying, I believe God. I believe what God wants to do in me. In spite of where I'm at, in spite of what I'm doing and how I'm doing, I believe that God wants to renew me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So whatever the Lord has placed on your heart, can you raise your hands? And tilt your head back and just begin to speak to the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we are calling upon the sovereign God. Jesus, I pray right now that you would empty us, almighty God. Lord, I pray, God, that you would empty us, Lord. We give it to you right now, Lord. We surrender the bitterness, Lord God. We surrender the anger, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, right now we want to be full of you, Lord God. Jesus, I pray that you would consume our minds, Lord Jesus. I pray, God, that you would take away our anxieties, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Jesus, I rebuke anything in us, Lord God, that is quenching your spirit, Lord, that is hindering your spirit, Lord God. Father, I rebuke all pride right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Lord, we humble ourselves before you, Lord. We are nothing, Jesus. We are nothing, Jesus. We are nothing, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Lord, I am nothing without you, Lord God. 
Father, if you don't strengthen me, Lord, I don't have the strength. Lord, if you don't give me the wisdom, I'm not smart enough, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord God. Father, I pray right now, Lord, that you would give us a burden for prayer, Lord God, that would consume us, Lord. Jesus, I pray that we would take your yoke upon us right now and learn of you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord God. Yokoto shokoto sayama karata sayakarata yokoto shokoto. Hikata sayama karata yokoroto 